African-American women on average have the most degrees in our country, but we wouldn't know that by watching certain TV shows, right? So we have- Hold on, African-American women have the most degrees in our country. Yes, along with the most debt. And three, two, one. You're listening to The Real Social Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleepers for Suckers himself, David Shand. Let's get it. Welcome to another edition of the Social Proof Podcast, where you find dope people that do dope stuff, and they teach other people how to do the dope stuff that they did. And they got receipts. And today ain't no different. You got receipts, right? Receipts? You got a receipt or two. I see a little rolly. That's somewhat of a receipt. We actually have the same watch, except for mine don't got the diamonds on the face. You know I'm extra. Yeah. And it costs extra. Yeah, yeah. Receipts. receipts. You got diamonds in your nails and all that kind of yeah. stuff. I'm, you know Neo expected it. So I'll be like, tucking my it. joint around, around bosses. Yeah, oh, you got to tuck your joint. Oh, no. I get around Mr. Two Weeks Out and oh. Alex and Rashad. And they you got, know what? The APs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you tuck, know, I, I didn't want to go straight to AP. I could have. But I feel like I didn't want to skip. I think it's levels. Yeah, yeah, you got, I you want can't to honor skip this that. level. Right, right. Maybe even if it's just a month. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to honor. You want to in it. You know what I'm saying? Like, anyway, yeah, I got a whole concept. It's yeah. a beautiful watch, though. Mm-hmm. I'll Thank tell you, you that. So, um... So yeah, go ahead and introduce yourself, yes. man, because I got a, I got a bunch of questions because you are the student yes. loan doctor. So Sonia Lewis, CEO of the Student Loan Doctor. Um, no, I didn't wake up one morning to take on Sally May. I get that question. Like, like what made you? <laughs> we'll get into that. Um, but out of Philadelphia, mm-hmm. and sometimes I feel like I'm not out of Philadelphia anymore because I'm always traveling and I love to travel. That's something that I discovered in the last few years. Um, so we help people with student loan debt with a period behind it. And the thing is, our platform is so revolutionary because we're talking about student loan debt, but with the solution attached to it. We're not complaining about it. We're not hemming and hawing. We're not waiting for the government to save us. We're, we're doing some out-of-the-box things that we can talk about today that I think is really going to change this generation um, and generations to come for having to go into student loan debt. Like, that's my goal. So mm. that gets me up and fired every morning. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, so... From the very beginning, what happened? Were you in student loan debt? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm still paying off my loans. You're I still always like you know. They're almost done. How much were your loans? 80,000. 80,000. They were more before we started. Because I, you know, well, you don't know, but um, I was in my doctoral program. I'm done. I just have to submit my dissertation. So you can put that doctor. So you about to be doctor. Yeah, I've been, I had been finished it right when the, the business had kicked off. But when the business kicked off, you have to go back and forth with your chair. Mm-hmm. I didn't have time for that and trying to start this Back and business. Forth with your chair, what do you with mean? With edits, returns, do gotcha. this, do that, study, research. That's a whole mental space you got to get into. Yeah. And I couldn't get into that and this business. It was either gotcha. go back to go back to work or kick off the EDD. The challenge is and what's EDD? I'm sorry. Oh, educational doctorate. Oh, yeah, you got it. Look, you oh, got to talk right. real slow because yeah. I was only in college for. I was in college for like. All together, I think three years. Mm-hmm. I'm still technically a freshman yeah. by my credits. Um, so, but the thing is, Dave, and here's what I struggle with. But I don't quit on anything. I make way more than I would ever with a doctoral degree. But the only reason I'm going to finish it is because before my grandmother passed, I told her she knew about it. So mm. I have to finish it on that. She was the first to graduate college in our family. Oh wow! So I got you know. I, so I feel like that that legacy. And we got to get the doctor in the family. I feel that. What's your doctorate in? So it's going to be an adult education. 
Okay. And I'm actually studying um, how student loan debt affects African-American women. Mm. So that's how I even got excited about this whole entire work. That and that I was broke, but like, yeah. <laughs> That'd be a, that's mm. an incentive to start something. Mm-hmm. So how does student loan debt affect African-American women? Oh, it disproportionately affects African-American women, um, us, because student loan debt, um, it just shows up in, as a block to buying a home real estate investing, getting your credit together. And so women on average, African-American women on average have the most degrees in our country, but we wouldn't know that by watching certain TV shows, right? So we have- Hold on, African-American women have the most degrees in our country. Yes, along with the most debt. So they they do go hand in hand. I'm talking about, you're talking about over white males, over, we have the most degrees. Most degrees, most highest degrees. Yeah, I thought it was an interesting statistic too, but- it does make sense when you look at the numbers of the debt. And with the highest debt. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about $47 million owed, um, excuse me, $47 million African-American, no, let me back up, hold on. $47 million Americans, there we go, mm-hmm. have student loan debt. $1.7 trillion in our U.S., but a good portion of that $1.7 trillion African-American women owe that money. There we go. Hey. The numbers are jumbling. And that's because they're always changing. Yeah. I had to look at it last night. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, so it's a really big deal. And the thing is, what I do every day, I you know, I'm unapologetic about it, is I get up every morning for the woman that looks like me. Mm-hmm. If you didn't know, I'm an African-American woman. All right. Mm-hmm. You never know. Blaze your you got something in you, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot going on. It's a lot. It's a little melting pot. You just it, <laughs> right? Um, so on my dad's side, there's some Irish and some um, Asian mm-hmm. And then um, the, the real Indian on my grandmom's side, you know, so there's a, okay, okay. and then we put it all together. You get you never student know. loan doctor. Yeah, you never know which, one, <laughs> which feature might pop out. So you never know. Um, so, but I don't check other. I put African-American mm. on oh, that for sure. You're black. Oh, you are. For you sure. You know, if the hair curls, you're black. That's it. Oh, <laughs> if your mama black, my mom's about your complexion, right, right. you're black. Oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> wow. That's it. All right, yeah. so obviously, which you, that's why you have an affinity because you are a black woman mm-hmm. and you've, you've, You've experienced the black woman experience. Yes. What is that? And in terms of what education, finance. Period. Just tell me about the the experience. So I'll talk about from a a financial and a professional experience. So early on in my career, I I was always number one at every job. Like that, I don't know. That's always been in me. Very competitive. So um, always been great at sales, always been number one in the, the recruitment business. And And I was going up the ladder so fast. I remember thinking when I was 25, there's not going to be a space big enough for me. I remember having that thought. Mm. And and at my job that I was at, they were so nice to me because I was, you know, really awesome to them. They kept creating jobs for me. But I kept thinking to myself, if there ever had to be a layoff, this is before anybody could think about a pandemic. I was like, I could be first to go because you essentially created a job that they don't know if they could justify. So I always was very proud of how fast I would grow and the money I would make. But I was always on eggshells, if that makes sense, because I never had a standard position. I would give them the job title with the description Mm. because I wanted to keep growing and I would let them know. I said, I feel stifled. I feel very like I feel like I had like a ceiling over my head. So the freedom that I'm experiencing now, everybody's like, why are you so happy? Why are you so positive? I don't have no, I don't have no um no ceiling, if that makes sense. Yeah. You can create and do whatever you want. But I, I knew when I was at work, I was in this little baby office, 
and I had to be there by a certain time. I don't even work productively until 1 p.m. Like, so, like, why do I have to show up at 11? Or, right. and, I, and I made them allow me to have a work schedule that started at 11. That's the oh, latest wow. they would go. Because I'm like, well, why do I got to be here at 9? <laughs> I'm like, I don't even like people at 9. It's not my best time. You know, and I showed them. I said, you know, my numbers were better because you start letting me come at 11. It was true. I don't know if that if I was just being whatever. <laughs> and then they changed it to allow um, new people to everyone to work. I, like I was doing a lot of things that was wow. like real. But the biggest compliment is when I left that job, the college president, he always was very supportive. He said to me, he called me in with me before I left, which is not normal. He said, when I met you, I knew you were going to be either a business owner or a college, a college president. Mm. And I said, you knew that? And then Dave, I got mad. Like, like real mad in my car on the way home. Ain't nobody tell me that when they first met me. You know, like, you could have told me that a long time ago. Yeah. Save me uh, six years of my life here. But, wow, wow. but it was a process, so mm. it's good. So, so the jobs would create something for your Black Girl Magic. Yeah, that's before the term Black Girl Magic. I, I used to float around there like, today we're going to. And then I, I would be the person that had to speak in front of all the big groups that would come go do this, and then they wouldn't have to prep me. I would just be on. I didn't know that that's a skill. Like, that's a, you can monetize that. So then, um, it's so funny. I feel like God put me through a boot camp, if that makes sense. The job was the boot camp. All the systems that I learned and created there, I implemented in my business. And then there was this strange year, right before the business popped off, that I was serving at at my church, which is a mega church in Philly. Shout out to Enon Tabernacle. Mm -hmm. And I was on the education board. I said it was a million dollar budget. I remember thinking to myself, I better learn how to manage a million dollars now. But these were all the thoughts that was going through. So I took it very serious. Had to, you know, be in front of the congregation, hundreds of people, parents, let's go. Like it was just real. Like I call it, you could just see the boot camp. So when the business popped off, it wasn't a a if, but it was a when. I knew that I was going to be okay. Because literally everything that I had to come up against, oh, I did that last year. Oh, I did it the year before. Oh, all you got to do is, you know, so that was really good. Wow, wow. Yeah. But you knew when we create something, it's volatile. Mm -hmm, So, mm -hmm. like, if there's layoffs, this new position Mm -hmm. is going to have to go. And you can't lay my gift off. So I I just knew that if Mm. you... I didn't understand or know about entrepreneurship. Let me pause and say, I didn't like, oh, I had this entrepreneurship plan. You weren't even thinking about entrepreneurship. No, I was thinking about how do I get to be secure at the very top of somebody else's. Entrepreneurship was never on the radar, like ever. Because actually, if you know me in real life, I'm very like, oh, okay, tell me the, tell me the statistics. Like, uh, you know, I'm getting better with that because I know entrepreneurship, there is nothing that's for sure. Right. I struggle with that. Um, you know, Nehemiah, the one you interview, uh, interviewed, Nehemiah Davis, he was he was like my, this is before he popped. Let me just say this. Y'all yeah. not going to hit my anyway. I remember. I remember. Yeah, we were like freaking frat until 3 a.m. He's like, so you got to let go of that. 3 a.m. I'm like, Vina, you know, his wife. I said, Vina, I just, you know, I can talk to him a little more. <laughs> like, it was like this boot camp. He's like, don't go to sleep. So you make 300 today. I'm like, I'm at 215. <laughs> so I wasn't <laughs> going to sleep. So I made, I couldn't make 300 a day now, Dave. My God. Right. Nothing could get paid with that. <laughs> right, right. Humbly. You know, because everybody, there's payroll now. There's, yeah, you know. Sure. But that was my marker. And I would never forget. He was like, he's like, what is this? Like, well, he's like, you going back to work? Let me know right now if you're going back to work. We can just stop. Mm. I'm like, I'm not going back. 
<laughs> you know, and then it really took me until 2018 where I'm like, oh, I can't go back. Yeah. But like right. 16, 18, I don't know. Yeah. It could have went a couple ways. So walk, yeah. walk me through the transition of leaving your job to be this student loan hero. Oh, yeah. I had to leave because it was enough hours in the day. So, okay. The appointments were coming in. At this time, I was pricing, pricing myself very okay, cheap. I'm sorry. I'm oh. speeding. How did we start? Oh, oh, I was broke. Let's start there. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I was overdrafted. Mm. Every account. Every two weeks. But you would never know, though. Like, mm. you know, you can't look at somebody and see how much money they have or their credit score. Mm. So I did it very well. I'm letting you know right now. I was, I was, I was still fried. <laughs> now I got real furs. But, but you know right, what? Right. You don't have to fake furs. They look good. For they sure. look good. Mm-hmm. So nobody knew, but I knew. And I didn't sleep at night. So I would be up at night like... If I carry the one, maybe if I move the Pico bill, that's energy. Um, I don't need cable this month. I'll read. Like, this is how right, I used right, to be right, at night. Right. I'm like, I don't have to live like this. Right. <laughs> so, um, long story short, I remember Googling. Uh, it, this is what happened. Somebody asked me to go out for some nachos. What? I couldn't even afford nachos, Dave. Nachos. Mm. I'm looking at the account. The account is negative. There's a 20 in my wallet, but I need that for gas. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking, I'm like, ah, I, I can't go. And that really made me mad. I really wanted those nachos. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that deep, y'all. So I Googled, um, I was like, God's way with money. And I don't know why I Googled that, but I Googled you that. Google God's way with money. Yeah, because I knew that God wanted more for me. I don't know if that makes sense. Mm. And God's way with money. Um, and then Dave Ramsey popped up. So I OD'd off of him. And, you know, there's different schools of thought. You know, when you become your own entity, you make your own opinion about what you want to follow. But initially, I was I was Dave, 100%. I'm not spending. I'm not like, you know, you're very militant. But that, I needed that discipline. Yeah, sure. I'm selling stuff. I'm bag somebody else bought. I'm selling them. Like, I'm, I'm at the, I'm at the what's that called? The flea market. Mm-hmm. I'm like, he brought it. You can have it. How much you want? Like, I'm selling. My table would be empty. I was selling everything, Dave, because I had to get out of this credit card debt. Mm-hmm. For me, it was the credit card debt. And a lot of us suffer with credit card debt like it's normal. It's not. It's not. You don't have to live like that, you know. And even now, I have a lot of credit available. But I don't even want to use my credit card. Anytime I use my Amex card now, I literally can't wait. Like, Dave, it's it's OCD. Like, they post it and I'm swiping the money on it. Like, I don't want any credit card debt. Does that Mm -hmm. make sense? Yeah, for sure. You are never going to make interest off of me. Like, I have, I am reformed. Exactly. So I had to take this class that he offered at the church. And so what would ha- what happened is they would ask questions about student loans at church and I would answer them in the class, like 15 of us. And I realized these people didn't know it, but I knew it because this is my professional background. Then people started to come in. To- it's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation 
Again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. The church for free advice. Mm. Now, I did it about two times. But now Jesus still ain't telling me to do anything for free. I'm like, Lord, (laughs) I didn't hear that message. So I said, well, here's what we'll do. I said, we want to respect the Lord's house. Um, Let's meet at Corner Bakery. Mm -hmm. I said, oh, $25. I didn't know what to charge people. Now, here's what I will say. I, let me pause because somebody's watching this. Like, I remember, so I was a beast in Mary Kay. Mm-hmm. Oh, word. Oh, my God. I had to pay for grad school. So, again, it wasn't entrepreneurship, though, to me. It was just a hustle. Right. So, with my Mary Kay, I was number one in the city. 15 women under me. I had the car. No, let me back up. I didn't have the car. I, I didn't want the car, Dave. I wanted the money that they give you right, to the right. car. So, oh, I could so you pay got off. the promotion for the car, but you didn't want the car. He was like, yo, just give me the bread. Yeah, so give me the bread. And I'm going to pay off my car. And my director was so mad. You've got to have the Mary Kay car to show others. I get marketed now. Yeah. Ma'am, I'm trying to show others that I'm not getting repo. Like, what right. are you talking about? <laughs> I have some things to do. Right. So that went on for a while. You could call me at midnight. I pull up with the with the makeup for you. I mean, it was it was getting real radical out yeah. here. I would be in Rite Aid day, walking up on people. Like, I got something better. <laughs> Follow me outside. You know, a year ago, somebody walked up on me and right eight, walked up on me and was like, you still got that Mary Kay? Wow. And I don't even, I'm not known for that anymore. So I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, no, man. Was this while you had your job or after you left? While I had my job. Mm. Yeah. So I was doing both because I had goals with Mary Kay and I had a goal-based job, you know, so I, I'm used to goals. Like you give me, okay, we got to get 60. I got to get this. I, I'm going, I'm going to 75. Like, yeah. and matter of fact, I just want to show out. So when I take off, cause I, I used to like to do little trips that I could afford. Mm-hmm. I don't really want no questions. You <laughs> right, know, and I, right. I told my manager that, yeah, shout out to Paul. I said, Paul, I don't really want a lot of questions, you know? So mm. I'm going to put up double my numbers. He'd be like, double? I said, yeah, because just in case if somebody else falls short, yeah. they would look at me like I was I an anomaly. But nobody ever <laughs> told me no or anything. Mm-hmm. Because why would you tell me no? Right, right. And I never forget, I have to digress on this, because this is a lot for women to listen and learn to, because women don't ask their worth. I'll never forget when I uh, was at that job. I remember I was doing way more than ev- everyone in that department. And I said, I got to get paid more. Mm-hmm. I've got these student loans to pay for. Yeah. I started writing out my list. And then I started looking down the street at another job that was hiring, same position. They were paying 10 more. So I printed it out. Mm-hmm. And I went to my manager. I said, we need a meeting. He said, do you want to schedule? I said, right now. I, mean, I was real <laughs> radical, Dave. And I was like, I need 10000 more. I said, I have to go here. I said, you know, they want me. I mean, like, it was a buzz. Wow. If you knew, you knew. And he was like, you're just going to leave? I said, well, I love y'all. I really do. <laughs> right. And he was like, I said, but let's just call HR. Let's see what we can do. I said, mm-hmm. because the raise that's coming at the end of the year is 2000 more. We'll still be short eight. Yeah. I said, I can't live like that. I'd be like, Dang, it was I bad. It was radical. It's, I mean, I had no filter. I was sweet about it, but I was very concerned. So you concerned, right? right. He said, well, just, he said, just go back to your desk. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, and let me see what I can do. 
So then the other young uh, lady, she, my other boss, she pulled me in. She said, well, what's going on? I said, well, I tell you. I said, I can't stay here. Mm. I said, the numbers I'm about to put up. I said, you know, they over there suffering. I could help them yeah. for 10000 more and do less work. And mm-hmm. so she, I said, but you know, I don't have a problem with the work. But the numbers, I mean, what do you think we should right. do? So she closed <laughs> the door and she was like, yes. She like, like she couldn't come tell me to do that. Does that make sense, yeah, Dave? Yeah, yeah, for and sure. she was like, I'm gonna get you some more money. You just stay tight, you smile all day. She was like, if the president comes your way, she was coaching me. It, it turned wow. into a coaching session. She said, You just look very pleasant. Cause I didn't, cause I looked concerned. So I had to turn to pleasant, <laughs> you know. And black women look concerned at the office is right, not good. Right. <laughs> So long story short, get back all day. It was quiet. It was a little movement. The president, he didn't went to the bathroom six times that day. Like, because they, I, you, you see, when it's brought to the bathroom. Like, <laughs> he like, they, and then they come back. I never forget about 4.45. She was like, so I remember payday was like three days away. She said, on your next pay, you're going to see this much more. Mm. She's like, it's effective today. Wow. I was so proud of myself. I'm still proud of myself. Got you a little 10,000 <laughs> I love it. But now I do that in a month. Let's go. Praise God. You know, like, but that's the, that's the point. Like, somebody hopefully watching this, like, Dave, I'm really big on, like, takeaways. Like, it just be that little piece of fear that people have. Mm-hmm. Who gave you that fear? Yeah. What are they going to do? Fire you? Yeah. They need you. Don't do this if you're mediocre, though. But because I was the best. Like, and I knew I was the mm-hmm. best. I wasn't cocky about it. But I would come in. Dave, I used to have to have a, a waiting room. And I used to ask them to order pizza because I had so many people lined up to get enrolled for school. And I had to keep them waiting. Wow. Nobody could service them but me because I had a pipeline. Cousins, family members, colleges, go to Sonia, go to Sonia, go to Sonia. So I have to put my hair in a little ponytail, have my good sneakers on because I told them I can't wear heels today. Uh, I, have, I have a lot to do. So I, I was breaking dress code day. It was, I was running like, and this is when I was a bigger girl too. You know, I'm plus out now. But I had an extra hundred pounds on me. It was bad. So I, I mean, my back was hurting, Dave, you know. And then I had to have, I said, can you order me some lunch? I have, I've got to, I'm going to have to work through it. They ordering me like, like Dave, it was like wow. a show. It reminds me, like, when I see the movie Wolf of Wall Street, like, mm-hmm. I understand everything about that movie. If I could translate that to, like, higher education, I would. Mm-hmm. Right, let's get back to this stuff. I, you can no, take no, no, me no, I, I, I no, love it's, all that. It's, it's so, uh, which is why you're so successful today, because you treated your job. Yeah, like it was my business. Like it was your business. Oh, like I, you went oh, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I took it very personal. And I think work ethic is a habit to oh, develop. Yeah. It does, like, you can't pick and choose where you work. Like, right. So with my podcast, I work. When mm-hmm. I was working at the Cheesecake Factory, we work, yeah, yeah. right? Every area of your life is just a habit, right? Mm-hmm. So um, so you're, you're working there. You're doing Mary Kay. When did the student loan doctor thing come into effect? All right, so when that kicked off, I remember um, I just knew that I wanted more. The money getting right led me to this, these young women in the city. I, I, they were like my black superheroes. Um, before or after you quit your job? Before, this is right? before. Yes. And they were they were selling uh, insurance. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to mess up their names. Of course, I know the names when I see them. But like right now, I'm going blank. But they know who they are if they're listening. And... And I sat around them. They they would come to this after work, suited and booted. And I was like, I like how this is. I like how they're carrying it. Like, these are the girls I want to be friends with, right? And we didn't wind up necessarily becoming friends, but I was inspired. And I knew I didn't want to sell insurance. Now, what's funny is I actually am licensed now in like seven states. Mm. But I don't want to sell it yeah. at that time. I you know it's a passive stream, you know. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I like how they're doing a little more. I'm like, I got to figure this out. So one of the young ladies invited me to Nehemiah's event. Now this is where we're going with this. Mm. 
So Neo, Neo brought Eric Thomas. That's how this all comes in. It's like all little puzzle pieces. It had pieces. to be what, 17, was it? 16. 16? 16. Okay, gotcha. 16. I left my job at the top of 17. So he brought yeah. ETN 16 to Philly. The ticket was either 50 or 150. Mm-hmm. I never forget. And all I could afford was 50. And 50 had me in a nosebleed like, <laughs> okay. And ET said some stuff that really, he, he said some stuff that set me free. He said, you know, your dad not going to show up. Stop waiting on him. Because remember, E.T. had some things with his dad. And I'm like, my dad ain't going to show up. I got to stop waiting because I'm, I'm, I'm still waiting, right? Yeah. So that I had to let that go that day. And now I remember, mm, who is this young man to bring him? Like, I wasn't even hype on E.T. at that time. Yeah. I want to know, who are you? And see, I'm always, always thought like that. Like, who is this person? Yeah. And he was, you know, you know, his little skinny guy walking right, around. Right, right. And, you know, calling shots. And then I was like, if I only had 100 more, I could have sat and met E.T. It was an opportunity missed, right? Still mad about that to this day. I don't know why. Like, you know, I love Ian. Call him up. But now I just think about, I will never miss any opportunities again, right? For $100. So anyway, I started following him on Instagram. He had uh, an event called Boardroom Bosses. Mm-hmm. Did you ever talk about yeah, that one? absolutely. No, I don't, no, he didn't. He did not. But I remember we had a lot of conversations. Like $100. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was 125 or something. Yeah. And it had to be 125 because I remember I had 150 to my name. And I gave 125 to be there. Nobody needed to know all I had was 25 until payday. Mm. You know how, like, if you got food in the fridge, the 20 would go to the gas tank. Like, I'm very, like, do, do, do. Yeah. I didn't want to call nobody asking for nothing because I didn't have to buy that ticket. You know, I didn't want those lecture. So I showed up. And Dave, I showed up without a business. I didn't have a business. Mm. So I'm sitting in this room with other entrepreneurs for about three, four hours. We had lunch. I never forget I had this white blazer on. Um, I put that on. I overcharged the credit card to buy it. Like, I remember these things. And I showed up and all my name tag said was Dr. Lewis. I said, well, I'm not a doctor yet. He said, we speaking into existence. I said, well, (laughs) so I sat there, Dave, and I sat there and I left there like, I'm going to get a business. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to, and I started writing out like, what am I good at? What am I? And I thought back to how I was helping people at church and they didn't know what to do with student loans. Then, I found this other young lady on Instagram. I went to her marketing session. She calls herself the business doctor. Mm -hmm. And I asked her, I said, do you mind if I call myself the student loan doctor? Mm -hmm. I see people don't ask no more. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And she said, well, thank you for asking. She said, yeah. So we're still friends to this day. I said, okay. So I I drove back. I need a logo. I'm driving back from the city. You know, and I'm like, I'll pay you in a week. I had no money yet. Let's be very clear. So I just, so I called Neo. Hold on, when did you get good at being a student loan doctor? So I had to help people with student loans all throughout my career at the college. We had to, at, at I worked college, for adults. Right. So to coach them through what repayment would look like, these are payments. So we had to do all of that. Gotcha. I knew what to do. I knew student loans in and out. I just didn't know that that was going to be a thing. It was going to work or it wasn't. It was, we just mm. going to make I had no idea that this would pop off. Let me be very clear. Yeah. And it actually didn't for like six months. My, my page was, was growing in numbers. Likes. Nobody commented. It was a lonely six months. Luckily, I'm the only child. So I talked to myself anyway. (laughs) So I kept talking to people. So I'm like, so today, you know, and then one day somebody started talking back. (laughs) I just needed one person. And then I started talking back to them in the comments. Then another person, it was like, they was watching, like, like jump rope, trying to jump in. And then the comments started happening. I'm like, oh, we're getting somewhere. And um, so, so long story short, there was a lot of like, I could have quit. I'm going to be honest because there was no indication that this thing would work. Were you having customers through that six-month period? Were you getting customers? At this time, I was just speaking in the city and building content. Mm -hmm. 
That's all I was doing. The thing that changed my life that made me go into one-on-ones was I got invited by a woman named Dee Marshall. Do you know who she is? Mm-mm. Okay, I have Dee to Marshall. introduce you. So um, she's like the Olivia Pope of professional networking behind the scenes. I can't explain really? it. But she, she was in a room with Nehemiah and a few others. And she asked everybody their name and what do you do? We was in a circle. Mm-hmm. She said, thank you. So I leave, confused. I go home that same night. She said, I need your name and your social security number and your date of birth. Now, I didn't have good credit at the time. So why does she need why does she need that? I'm about to get there. I said, Well, I don't I said, Well, I don't have good credit. So are you about to check me for credit? That's what I wrote back. I'm mm. uh, she said, No, I'm about to put you in the White House, but Secret Service needs your information. Hmm. I sent it to her. I didn't even ask questions at that point. And then I got an official email. I should try to find it in my email. Okay, so what was the, what was tell me what was the event that you went to? Still don't know to this day. She just wanted to know who who major people in the city were. So she a, put together this event. It's like it's getting here, lining up in a circle. Yep. And asking everybody what they do. You say I help people with these student loans. Neil says whatever. Yeah, she says say I'm whatever. a connector and I connect people. Like right. it was very elusive. Right. So you get home and she sends you a text. A text saying, yo, I need your name and social. Yes. Weird. Super. But I didn't have good credit, so what can you do? <laughs> He's like, yo, you can take this credit. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, we could have been on the billboard at the time. Right. Nobody got anything. <laughs> so I sent it to her. 30 minutes later, uh, email from Secret Service comes in saying I've been approved. This is one of the Obamas Damn. were in the office still right before they left. And I had a PTO schedule the next day. Like, God is so good. Like, I called my manager I didn't want her to think I was lying about this PTO. I'm very serious about my work ethic. Mm-hmm. I said, so, uh, Agena, it's going to sound weird. Just um, bear with me. I'm going to screenshot you the letter. I've been invited to go be a part of this event at the White House. Now, I have a PTO for like a colonoscopy. I had something going on. Mm-hmm. I said, but I can't go to that. I said, I think I should be here at the White House. Wow. Here's the screenshot. She said, oh, go. Uh, it's, it's your PTO. I said, if I take some pictures on Instagram, I didn't want you to think I right. heard you. That's all. <laughs> right, so right, she right. said, oh, I appreciate that. I got back to work the next day. Well, first off, the White House was very powerful. It was just for us to talk about what we do. And Did it you was, meet Michelle? No, it's, it was the uh, Obama staff. Gotcha. And they wanted to know issues. They want to talk about issues that affect African-American women and girls. And that's how I got into the space. Mm. Because when I did my introduction, I said, you know, student loan debt disproportionately, blah, blah, blah. So yeah. that was thing. Gotcha. So we got in the room, me and like five other women from that event. And then um, the next day at work, the president came to my office. Now, it's no need for him to come to my office. At this point, I had moved locations. We weren't mm-hmm. close as we was. Right. He said, I just missed your face. I wanted to check on you. I bet. I said, oh, I said, how are you? <laughs> he said, good. He said, I saw you at the White House yesterday. I said, on a PTO, I sure was. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, what's going on? So I had to water it down. And I remember thinking, you either going or get off the pot. Like, which one is it going to be? And I remember thinking, well, no more being under the radar. And, and at that point, my brain had switched to, what do I need to make to cover my expenses? What do I need to make to not be homeless? What do I need to make? What do I like? I'm, so I'm thinking like that, right? And I remember telling my mom, my mom's deaf, so I text her, hey, mom just wanted to know if I decided to leave my job in a few months and all else fails, would I be homeless? Reply, yes or no. (laughs) (laughs) And she said, no. She said, just make sure the money is consistent. So I waited for six months and the money was good each week, made more than I was making in part-time. Helping people 
coaching them with their student loan coaching debt. Coaching them through their repayment plans, debt. consolidation. Um, I had wound up getting the office because I moved from Quarter Bakery at this point because I, I was going to have to start dating a manager at that point. It was getting yeah, weird because <laughs> I needed the corner the corner booth with the with the plug. Right, right, right. And he needed to reserve it until I got there. You know, so now it's going to cost me a date. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't have to date him, please God. So anyway, <laughs> so long story short, um, got the office and I remember the office was 300 a month and I remember thinking I just need a few clients to make and it was very like everything was drafted out and I remember Neo kept saying you gotta leave your job you gotta leave your job and I'm like I don't wanna leave my job <laughs> and so I was like God told me September 8th this is now this is a crazy I'm about to tell you this he was like no he said sooner no he didn't now my birthday September 9th he's like why September 8th I was like cause I don't wanna turn I forgot I was turning and, and be at that job he said whatever He's done. <laughs> so it was an opportunity to come here to Atlanta February 8th. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, February 9th. And he said, you're going to have to leave February 8th, Sonia. He said, maybe God said 8, but you heard the wrong month. <laughs> I said, well, sometimes I don't hear God so clearly. So maybe I should. <laughs> so I was like, I was, I'm, I'm going to leave. Now, here's what's crazy. I left my six-year job. Follow the story to go to this next job for only three months. Mm-hmm. And when I left them in three months, they gave me a big cake and balloon party. Mm-hmm. Like I shouldn't have got no party for being there for three months, but I was excellent at that job I for three it. months. I put in systems and, and processes. And when the, when the, when the kids ask to come here and you're going to do this for them, I'm with IT. It was like, and so I was always very excellent. Right. And she said, you said, you really going to start your own business? She said, I think you're going to be just fine. I love it. She said, look what you came in here and did in three months. I said, yeah. I was like, well, thank you for not being mad because I felt like I wasted their, the hiring process was extensive. Yeah. And I did get that good health insurance on the way out. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. Y'all are going to learn about that. Right, right. So, and that's one thing I promised myself being an entrepreneur, I would never not have health insurance. I'm mm-hmm. very serious about that. Because I also have lupus and other things that go on. I can't be out here in the world without no insurance. That's weird. Yeah, for sure. And I, I don't like when I see a lot of people making all this money and you you want no health insurance right you know so you know you know a lot of people don't know the reason people don't leave their job ideally is health insurance right but i don't think people know you can just pay for it you can pay for it but you gotta make the money to pay for it gotta make when i left my it. job my insurance was creme de la creme at that time i, I found private insurance now mm-hmm. but at that time i didn't know how this works it was a thousand a month mm-hmm. so jesus not only had to clear like jesus <laughs> You know, not only had to clear a thousand a month, my expenses at that time were twenty five hundred a month, um, and my office was three hundred. So we had okay, we had about three, four. So I had to bring in like forty five hundred, five thousand mm. with what I was going to do. I knew I, I think I put five thousand on the paper, right, right. and if I could, and some days I would just get at four thousand. But remember, everything's covered. Yeah. I mean, at least I had food, you know. Right, but right, it, right. it was tight those first few months. I'm not gonna lie, I say it wasn't tight, but everything got covered. I didn't have to overdraft. I didn't right. have to owe nobody. I wasn't hiding no car, no garage. Like everything was paid, and so I was very proud about that. And then that's when I elected to have the um, I had the weight loss surgery. Mm-hmm. Now I was hundred pounds heavier. You had a weight loss surgery before, or you don't remember when you met me when I was I, with VC? No, for sure. No, yeah. I remember. Okay. But I'm trying to like pinpoint the time frame because. It seemed like you were on an upward trajectory when you did that. Because well, I'm going up, the weight was coming down, right? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, you making more money, weight coming down, right? But I mean, because that wasn't that wasn't cheap, right? No. So business has to be moving at this. So point. I had to pay my thousand dollars a month out of pocket. So I had to pay twelve months before I could get the surgery. Mm. And I never forget the surgeon tried to put it off for another six months, which in my mind is six more thousand. Because I knew once I got the surgery, I could switch over to the five hundred dollars a month insurance. Right. And right. at this time, money was so like. 
Sir, so I had to have a meeting with him. Yeah. I showed up and announced everything. You know how it goes, Rogue Dave. I said, so let me explain something. I'm paying $1,000 a month, Cobra, to be here for you. Mm-hmm. You're the best, right? Right. I said, so if my levels of iron are at, like, so he was concerned about my iron, but it was at the level it needed for the, the surgery. He just wanted a little higher. Right. Well, sir, I don't know. It's never been high and it's not going to get high. Right. We're going to do the surgery <laughs> right. on this February, I think on a February date or December date. And I said, so am I going to see you there or do we need to get another surgery? I said, because all else besides being fat, I'm healthy. Mm. So do you want me and my healthy fat self to go to the next hospital where the insurance that you know everything is paid? You could throw a, a tool in there. But right, whatever right. you want, sir. <laughs> it's like it's like the Amex of insurance, right? Yeah, sure. He said, oh, well, well, we'll go forward. I tell you, I'm not too sure, but we'll go. Of course you will. This is $40,000. <laughs> right. What are you talking about? So I had no no copay. Right. You know you're going to get all $40,000. Mm-hmm. And, and everything, it hit me. Everything's a business, Dave. Right. Everything has a number. Sure. And me and my $40,000 are about to go to UPenn. Right, so right, what right. are we doing here? So the day of surgery, he said, I just want to make sure we're okay. I said, I'm great. Are you fabulous? <laughs> I, said, I said, listen. I said, <laughs> that's what I said to him. Yo, I love like your... <laughs> your determination and the way, like, you're going to go get what you want out of life, period. Yeah. And I, I, I want I want to get into, like, the, the 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 steps on how people can get out of this debt because we just understood that, um, that student loans are unhealthy for Black women. Yeah. So. Um, oh, I think it's linked to, and I would love to do a further study on this. I think it is linked to stress diseases like lupus and, and reoccurring cancer. And, student loan debt. Yeah, well, money debt, financial mm. stress. Like, that is a stress issue up from inside out. So if we could do a correlation with somebody that has this massive debt, I'm telling you their blood pressure would be high. Or And I'm not a doctor on that term to say that officially. But as I have been meeting women, you could hear the other elements that they're going through with it. Money is the number one thing that we cannot talk about with each other. Even in, in our circle, we talk money now because it's some money to talk about. Right. <laughs> right, but right, before right. there was no money to talk about, we was all... Quietly, I mean, I'm just being honest. Like, how you doing all right? Like, but we would never know. We know now because we got pieces and cars and and we're proud of ourselves. But before the money came, there was no conversation of what are you doing with your debt? What are you doing with your student loans? You checked the check too? Like, like, right, right, (laughs) right, right. But so then, so I feel like we have to allow people to be free from that because. I think that's what holds people in bad relationships. I think that's what triggers health problems, mm. keeps them unfulfilled at their jobs, stops them from becoming entrepreneurs. Like, it's a big deal. For sure. And so, you know, I just think of myself as like helping somebody get untangled. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So help us get untangled. Mm-hmm. I had, well, for one, you helped me. Mm-hmm. I forgot how you helped me. I, I owed was, some money. Yeah. And, I did, and I was paying, I want to say I was paying $500, $600 a month. Yeah, yeah, you were paying too much. I was paying too and much. And I knew that as an entrepreneur. Now I'm paying like a hundred. So you got me at a hundred something, yeah. I believe. Something crazy. You, well, you didn't know that you were paying too much. Yeah. And I think there was this company you were about to work with. That's what it was. And yes. you sent me a screenshot. I'm like, cancel today. Because that was a, like a scammy, you know, company. And then I remember the money you were about to pay. I didn't think all of it was going to go to your loans. It just didn't sit right. I'm like, Dave, like, I don't know what you're making, but you're just starting too. Like, why are you paying that? Like, that's not realistic for you becoming a buddy. You can pay what you want now, but then I'm like, I don't need to ask you your numbers to know. That's too much. Like, and the thing is, I I remember I was like, if if people just would talk to me, I could help them with a little whatever. So, you know, thank you for reaching out because that is nerve wracking at that time when you're trying to, you know, have this image and trying to do this 
And then you're like, you don't want people to know about your debt, if that right, makes right, sense. Right, but right. it all it all exists. Like, we know everybody has some type of debt. Right. Yep. All right, look, I know you're enjoying the episode, but I got to tell you, finally, you asked for it, and we created a Patreon, okay? We created an inner circle. We have amazing stories, amazing information, the how-tos from the episodes. The only thing we're missing is a community. So... It's about that time. We put together our Patreon. We put together a community because we have to have conversation around the information. So let's throw some stuff back and forth. And because we're like-minded, we're all going in the same direction. When we connect in a community, we can connect on other stuff outside the community because we're building real relationships, okay? So check out the Patreon. We got three tiers. I don't care what tier you join. The support is appreciated. Okay, thank you so much. Now back to the episode. How, how did you do it? First off, how did you do it? I don't remember your day exactly. And did I do it or did one of my coaches do it? It was one of your coaches. Okay. And see, I knew enough at that time. I was moving around too much to do it myself, and I didn't mm. want to let you down. Right, so, right, and I appreciate and, it. And people were like, I want you to do it. I'm like, you don't want me to do it. You don't want me to do it now. Because I have to go somewhere, and then my mind is, you know. Sure. So um, all I know is that I remember asking um, or make, making sure the coach asked you about your income, your expenses, and I remember asking you about some long-term plans, what you could do with your debt. Right. Um, even now, there's more creative. I got some I got some fire for you. Talk to me. You know, this is the type of fire that Neo revealed on you <laughs> and, and that keeps getting circulated. So, for sure. Okay. But I'll drop it because I like you. Um, but this fire that I have now, I just brushed up. So I had to make sure I was comfortable with the messaging before putting it out there. Because gotcha. you know stuff can get misconstrued. For sure. But we can get into that in a second. So, for you, I remember it was about um, just looking at your income. And I think you weren't on an income-driven plan at that time. Mm. I think you were just paying whatever they said to pay each month. Sure. And most guys do, actually. That's why guys pay off their loan debt faster than women. Mm. Oh, you want $600? I have to pay it. Right, right. I'm like, you've got options. So I think that's what we did with yours. Yeah, I, th- I think, I mean, at that time, maybe I was making like 100000 150000 yeah. or something like that. So you're saying they were basing my payment off of what I made. Right. Right. Mm. And I think this is before we counted like all the family into your expenses and things. So, but then I remember you, you revealing me that there was family coming and, you know, and I'm like, well, we can count that too. Yeah. You know, um, so I think we just had to look at your situation and just kind of pull out what's the lowest we can get you to. So there's somebody that's like they had, they have student loan debt and not in terms of obviously the first thing you do is cost on you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, what is something you can help, they can do right now to help them at home? So they need to know what type of debt they have. With this pandemic, um, there was a lot of no interest, no payments, all type of exclusions given. But if they have older debt, FFEL or FFELP, which will still be relevant when they listen to this, they have to probably consolidate that loan. Um, You know, they can get some professional advice before doing it. But if you have that older debt, that debt is not going to be forgiven. It's not going to have the interest uh, or the payment waived. You got to pay it because it's a loan that was like sponsored by the government, but it's not a government loan. So you should start there and see what type of loans you have. Then the website is really, really awesome now. It wasn't before. <laughs> so, I mean, it makes our job easier now. But before we we were doing like real math, like, you know. Um, so now you can figure out super with like three clicks how much of a payment you could get. Are you eligible for forgiveness? The website is really, really awesome. They did a great job before, man. What, made you, what makes you um, eligible for forgiveness? So some people are for, like, they can have their loan forgiven totally. Oh, yeah. So we've got about 10 people in this pandemic and counting that have gotten 100% forgiveness in 30 days because they have a disability that they didn't even think qualified. Well, okay. I got mad disabilities. Do you so I don't know. We oh. got to find out. What's the list? 
So like, so there could be somebody having like cancer, reoccurring cancer on and off, but just because they beat cancer, cancer could come back, you know, God forbid, that could qualify. Um, diabetes, if it's really severe, lupus, if it's severe. So it depends on your disability. Well, pressure. well it depends if it stops you from being at work productively. Like that's the key. Whatever you have, is it going to stop you from being at work consistently? Yes, it does. Yes. So if I got high blood pressure. Okay. So if it does, you got to have the right doctor. See where I'm going with this? To, to sign off. Right. If it's a little sketchy, which I haven't seen, they will send you to their doctor, the Department of Education. So if I have a doctor and like say my medical records show that I had high blood pressure. They don't need medical records. They need a doctor. So if a doctor says I have severe high blood pressure where mm-hmm. I get headaches or something like that, it's, perform- it's, it's preventing me from performing, my loan can be 100% forgiven. Mesh with your income. So now your income has to stay, I think, for three years, depending on how many people you have in your household. Let's say under 25000 Under 25000 All right. But like with taxes. God. Oh, so if you make the money, you got to pay regardless. There's no... Well, if you have a business owner, I mean... You know, some can give so right. not the business, but the You think first, we're going with this? Uh-huh. Uh, okay, I like what's happening right now. If we were right Instagram now. Live, I would say put a fire emoji if you just got it. <laughs> you know, like, so, yep. So, wow. right. <laughs> so, okay. there we go. Are there any other loopholes in... Getting rid of the debt? Yeah, because oh, this through. stuff is, is dangerous and it's stupid and it's a scam. Yeah, it's too long that definitely is. It's the government's boy. So, yeah. this is the next thing. Um, yes. Do I think with the Biden administration that some type of loan forgiveness is going to come? Yes, I do. that's what I was going to ask you. Yep. I do. Like ten thousand, they they they're between ten and fifty thousand. But we're not waiting for the government. We're going to get our own forgiveness going on. But real quick, mm-hmm. what is the stipulation on that? The ten well, and fifty thousand. They didn't put out the rules yet, but it's going to be based on acts of service, not your job. So if you're volunteering in the community, that could count. For how long? Um, they said five years for up to fifty thousand, so ten thousand each year. You do however many hours. They didn't put all the details out yet. I've been working for Neo's nonprofit for at least five years, right? You still yeah. got your nonprofit? Yeah, I, I've been working there at least five years. <laughs> oh, wait, you still got it? <laughs> wait, but Dave, you can have your own. I think every- I do have a nonprofit. It hasn't been five years though. Okay, well, every year ten thousand per every year that you've been working. So- oh, I see. Mm-hmm. I see. I only owe like thirty. Well, three years. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. And you know, Coriel, right. our good friend. Yes. I told her too. You yeah. know what? She told me two years ago when yep. she started her nonprofit and because the the conversation yep. you had with her. Yep. And everybody's situation is different. That's why they kind of mm-hmm. need to like talk to you and mm-hmm. figure out. Not to me. Not, to the team. Well, you are the Well, company. no, but no. Oh, people they, think they, like no. they go. <laughs> and they get mad. They go Instagram they call mad. you. I was trying to reach you. I'll pay whatever. You can't buy my time. You couldn't afford it, humbly. Like, I don't have that time. That's why I, my team has been with me for years. Mm. They actually probably low-key no more than me because mm. they're on the phone and getting updates in real time. And then I get it relayed in our meeting. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. And then I can go teach it. Or I might get a phone call if it's that deep for one of the coaches. But they really are, like, in this team, like, praise God, they serve. They they really love people. They really love going the extra mile. Like, I pray for this team. This team is super solid. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't have no issues. And I think this because they think I'm a little crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, one issue, that's the last issue. And then, you know, my head starts switching. <laughs> you know, I'm a little like, you, you didn't call nobody? Like, right, right. you know, so you got one time with me. And then after that, we're friends. You know, mm-hmm. that's how it goes. Okay, so what? Give me, give me some more, like, student loan okay. loopholes. 
All right. So forgiveness. If you're an entrepreneur, I think you have your own nonprofit because you could be eligible for PSLF, public service loan forgiveness, through your own nonprofit. Your business could essentially give to your nonprofit so that you can make payroll Mm -hmm. so that you can be counted towards forgiveness. So that's a 10-year route. Um, If not the disability, that's 30 days, literally. Mm. And it says 108,000 forgiveness. Like I've gotten videos like, girl, I can't believe, you know. So we've gotten one young lady, 158,000, the other 108. The guy, 57, I I post them as they allowed me to. Some people ask to not be posted because their disability could be that severe where it's not something we really want to celebrate. It's, you know, Mm. just a good thing. Um, And I'll get nice letters or cards or whatever. Um, And then this is the big one. All right. Let's go. Hold your britches. All right. So, (laughs) Neil asked me about it last night. He's like, you could do that? So, right. So, you can. So, I think that everybody watching this should have a business. Mm -hmm. I actually think everybody watching this should have a few businesses. For sure. Do you understand how business credit works? Kinda. Okay. This is mystical thing that nobody do you, knows about. Do you need some business? We can talk offline. If you need some some money, money. I'm see. I'm 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 going through the process right now. Oh my gosh, she's gonna kill me. She actually sent me a DM like, y'all want to help you? So actually, just literally today, they're setting up my business phone number at my house. Okay. My corporate my business. So yeah, because yeah, you need the business phone number, you need the website, you need the email. Like you gotta want a bank to be comfortable. And you know, I don't know how freely I can talk, but being an African American woman, man with that type of money in the bank, it's a lot of scrutiny. You, you used to scrutinize me when I had no money. Now you're super scrutinizing me when I got some money. Mm-hmm. And I had to check my bank the other day, literally, because it's a lot of money in there in different accounts. And they want to ask questions. You didn't ask me these questions last year. I have no questions I've been with you, y'all for either. five years. Well, four <laughs> years. Four on five. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. I'm like, why are we asking questions now? I didn't change. You change it. Like, so, and I had to get with them. I said, I don't want to verify anything. I come here every week. Like, but now... Uh, what do you do again? And and I got this. I got the tech desk for you. Is do I need to move the money? Like, <laughs> just tell me right now, Bob. You let me know. 
And, and so now we have understanding. Mm-hmm. I'm not about to answer these questions. Right, right, right. I got your ID and my, my business bank card. Because then they put this sign up. This is magical sign. I'm not saying this for me, Dave, but I'm just saying, mm-hmm. like, it's a sign that said they need to do boom, boom, boom. I'm like, interesting. Where was the sign at? Yeah. All right, anyway, I digress. <laughs> so what's going to happen is, is that when you're going for business credit, you do need to, A, you need to know somebody. Like, it's real when they say you need to go to John at so-and-so. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to go to whoever somebody you trust, say go. Don't try to be on your own creator right here. Right. You need to You're know. You're talking about somebody like a business credit professional. No, like a, people that work at the bank. Gotcha. Like, okay. we want to so go to this bank at yep. this branch. I know it's a 30-minute drive, but this is where you need to go. Because gotcha. this is the relationship they have in place. So, let's say, you how many LLCs you got? Uh, five, five, six. So, once everything is set up, well, really, you could go some, today. You can go to the bank and get credit cards. Mm-hmm. As long as your personal credit is a 680, 700, you can be able to go into any bank and you can get at least the business credit card. Okay. Okay. It may or may not, they may or may not look at your, your credit. See, that's what I'm trying to get to. I don't want to do, I don't want to do the personal guarantee anymore. But m- most of them don't exit. Yeah. So if your business has been established for some years and got some money coming in, you're, you're good. Right. Um, and then there's some banks that you don't even have to have no money coming in. You just started an LLC. But that bank might then want your, biz- your personal credit to be attached. So you have to figure out what's going to work best for you. But let's say fast forward. Let's say you have a business. A year or two in, your credit is good. You've got some money coming through. I'm trying to teach everyone we're not getting attached to these LLCs. You mm-hmm. see where I'm going with this? Yeah, for sure. Now, let's say they give you a $50,000 line. Dave, how much do you owe on student loans? You follow? 30-something thousand, yes. Okay. Now, Dave, could you take this 30000 and pay off that student loan? I could. You could. You see where I'm going with this? Now, Dave, what happens when you pay off the 30000 How's it showing your personal credit? Paid yeah, off. Paid off. Ding. Now, how's it showing your business credit? Good, I suppose. Well, you don't see it. I don't, I don't Finish have your thought. Yeah. You don't see it. Right. So when you go to buy a home, go to buy a new car, they don't see that 30 anymore. It's paid with a period. Oh, so you're saying go get, let's say, a business credit of 30,000, 50,000. Let's just keep it the same. Mm-hmm. 30,000. Um, I can take that business credit, pay off my student loan, mm-hmm. and then my personal credit is clear. It jumps up. And then you know, pay. people will argue, like, should I tell the, the bank that I'm going to do? No. But here's my thing, though. Wouldn't the interest rate for the credit card be more or than— Or line of credit. Or line of credit. Wouldn't it be more— Could or less. Because some people's student loans interest rate is 7.8. It's the highest it could be legally for a federal loan. Right, but credit cards, they interest— 23rd? But lines 20? of credit may not be that high of an interest rate. Got you. And there may be an APR— there may be introductory, no interest for the first year. There's all, all right. type of lines of credit you could get. And what if you had private loans that were 19.99? Right. So, right. Th- so it's going to differ for everybody. But Dave, I'm going to take it a step further. Oh, my God. The pandemic occurred. Mm-hmm. I must dissolve this business. Oh! If you're watching YouTube, this is where you'll drop a fire emoji. Oh, who does that now? What's the one man we know that dissolves every daggone business? Your boy. Your boy. You're right. <laughs> the orange man. Forty-five. Oh. So let's just pause for a second because we gotta let people at home catch breathe. up. Yeah, that's the one he's gonna put in the clip. I feel like. Oh, yeah. that gotta be the clip. <laughs> yeah, that's the clip. So, ooh, so he the say, oh. business. <laughs> 
consumes that loan. Right. And sometimes sometimes businesses don't work out. It don't work out. And you got to shut them things down. So it's not going to be the business that you put a whole, a whole bunch of blood, sweat. Like, don't do that. Yeah. Like, you know, but you can start a business today. You can start a business today. And it just didn't work out. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. So when In that scenario, you got to make sure that that, that your business credit, credit is not a personal guarantee. Your yes. personal is not a personal guarantee yes. for that. Yes. I wouldn't tell you to do anything you're a personal guarantor for. Yeah. Because when you have to go through Chapter 11 bankruptcy, I think that's the chapter. Yeah. We'll verify. Well, you can verify at home. You got time. Look. Right, right, right. Hit the Google. You know, Leave and you should consult a bankruptcy attorney if you're thinking this route. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not attached to that. All right. So, okay. So, is this... Would you say it's unethical or is it learning how to play the game? For years. So when I first said it, I remember saying it around people that work in the banking industry, like it's going to go two ways. What do I have to lose? You can tell me that's, that's wrong. You know, each of them said some online, some offline. That's what they've been doing for years. So how mm. are we late to the party? We super late. We su- super late because we weren't invited to the party prior to this. This is how people pay their college tuition for their kids. Learning the rules to the game. It's, that's what Trump... Your boy. Your boy. <laughs> wow. Mm, 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 mm. Now, is it ethical to put me in this much debt? Because my counterparts... I mean, we want to get ethics. The loans is definitely a scam. Like, they'll give... Yo, they'll give a college student $150,000 worth of loan debt, but try to go to a bank and start a business and I need 10 grand. It's Is over. it ethical that, you know, interest rates for housings for African-Americans, the interest rate is higher? Is it eth- like, is it, is it, what's is ethical? it higher? So, depending on, like, where you live at, you're, if they, this is an interesting story and, and, and this happened to my girlfriend recently. She went to go sell her home. She was her, right? Mm-hmm. Her name is, eth- eth- you know, she had the same home with someone with a different name come to get a, a, an appraisal. Same company. Mm. Same company. She waited like six months, had a different appraiser come out. I don't know how much could happen in six months, but had a different person that looked totally different than her with a different name be the representative for the... Does this make sense? Yeah. 50000 more. Wow. So there's a whole study on that too. So like, so what's... F- Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. The cool, like... Dave, you know, like we're not we're not robbing, we're not hurting anybody. This debt gets written off as bad debt, and mm-hmm. they get to write it off too. Do you know that when companies get burnt from people for credit cards and loans, they get it as a tax write off? Mm-hmm. So any collector that collects is collected on debt that was sold, but they already got paid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what's ethical? Like you know, like so 
So I don't know, Dave. Like you, you know, I'm a very, I'm a very, very radical woman, as you can tell. So it's like, so I don't really, you know, long as I'm not deceiving my people or hurting my people, or you know, I'm, I'm, I sleep very well at night, you know, mm-hmm. because when I need I, y'all leave some comments. I just, I just want, I want to hear your thoughts. Oh no, just don't leave do some it. Comments like, don't, I don't, don't tag me tonight, and you know. Like his, his, the his, but this is a, this is a, um, this is a powerful conversation that needs to be had in our community. Have this conversation with somebody that works for a bank and knows business credit offline. Mm. That's not in their suit and tie that day, and you're going to be surprised at what you hear. Because mm. when my banker was telling me that, that like, and I, I got him in my class, like talking, I, I text him like, "Yo, slow down," like, because he was getting his like, because all you got to do is like, he was in his moment because. He works for a white bank. He's black. He works for a white bank. And he's, he's he's mad. He's like, I don't understand why I have to have all these hoops for this type of client that has way more money and higher credit. Mm. But then this client comes in with a 680, but not as much money. With And so he's like, there's a, there's a lot of red tape. And I, I never forget when I was going for business credit initially, I felt the red tape. They asked me about a lateness. I had a lateness from when I was traveling uh, 15 months prior, we were going to have to wait three more months, uh, Miss Lewis. We're going to have to wait three months. I'm like, but my credit is 750. I got over 50,000. I've been with y'all for years. Like, what? We got to wait three months. I said, are you kidding? I just started laughing hysterically. They probably thought I was crazy. But it had hit me. You don't, you don't understand this little black girl. Like, you don't. Okay. Mm, so mm, let me get back in my fly car and I'm going to the next bank. Like, right. and so that's just business. But I understood what was happening. And, it, and everything I hate, you know, to make everything about race. But as I become more powerful and I become more sure of myself and I and I don't have to have anybody write a check, I create my own. Mm. I'm able to walk away from some stuff and tell you no thank you for business. Yeah. You don't need me if I need you. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. And so, you know, it's funny because somebody was like, oh, you should get some some contracts, some corporate this and that. And I, and I think that's a nice wave to get on to. But that's like having a job again. Somebody's going to tell you when you got to show up, what requirements you got to have. I never forget this, this lady was asking me to do this, send this over for $300. Damn, I make that when I'm sleeping. This is a this is a hindrance in my time. <laughs> so it's, it's 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 very nice to be sitting here because again, if we would have met each other, well, we did know each other. You just didn't know how broke I was. I camouflaged you very well. I think don't you think I did good? I did oh, good. Great. When I would show up to serve ET, I didn't have no money. I had a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. I might would have to ask a friend to hold something until I got paid. They knew I was good for it. Mm-hmm. And and I would and then you know they'd go out to eat and stuff, you know. And I didn't want to go. And then come come and eat. You serve. We're, we're paying. I'm like, oh, can I put 20 on the tip? Like, I never wanted to be there for free. Yeah. And then the shot, I said this to uh, Nehemiah, the, I'm not going to say where for safety, but where, I, where I'm staying at now was the same hotel that we went to. Or I, I think you were there, Nia. We keep going back and forth. The next day I left my job, we went for the Steve Harvey conference. Mm. And I remember thinking, man, I wish I could stay at this hotel. It's like close to a five star. I was like, I wish I could stay here. <sighs> One day, all I could afford was the pizza shop across the street. You follow? Mm. So literally, I'm driving yesterday, and I saw, I said, that's the pizza shop. <laughs> I was like, this is the hotel? I didn't stay there intentionally. Wow. This is the hotel with the grand view of the skyline. Wow. That was not my life four years ago. Four. Mm. So I was like going up to my room crying like this yesterday. Mm, I can't believe it's good, you know? Wow. And so, and then I'm like, 
I'm like, I didn't even plan this. Amex said I should stay here because they gave me a credit (laughs) 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 to stay here when I upgrade. So I'm just really grateful. And I feel like, you know, people that watch your story, my story, Nehemiah's story, like, you know, um, what what, what happened? You learn how to monetize the gift. You learn how to speak up for yourself. We're not going to settle in any area. We're going to ask for more. What's the worst they could do? Say no, you already got no. Yeah. 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 Okay. So... Give me, oh my gosh, this is like, I'm, I'm, I'm so inspired just by your story and watching your evolution. Mm-hmm. I've you been blessed to be able to see the evolution. Mm-hmm. All right, so, um, so t- tell me something I don't really know about student loans, though. So, I think when it comes to student loan debt, um, particularly federal versus private, I don't know if you wouldn't know it, but what I would say is... What's the difference between federal and private? Mm-hmm. So federal loans backed by the federal government, an unsubsidized loan, you pay the interest on, subsidized, the government pays the interest on. A private loan is with a private guarantor, like a personal bank. Um, and a lot of private loans, this is what you don't know, are not really loans. If you ever really read the fine print on certain loans, it would, sh- it would tell you that they were throwing other things. Um, that's like selling a digital coaching package. You follow? Mm-hmm but nobody got any coaching. But in the fine print, they did get that hoodie you mailed. So that hoodie Mm. linked you to a tracking number. You follow? So if you ever had to dispute anything, what could you say? Oh, um, the hoodie. Yeah, for sure. They got their 997. You're not not ethical to do that. But that's why people like to put products into stuff like that. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, well, there you go. So there's another... No, don't do that, though. That's unethical. But the, the people that... Not really, especially if, if somebody actually... You know, oh, no, had no, some people, but no, there's no coaching involved. I'm saying, like, something happened with the coaching. Oh, I got, got you. Right. No, no, but I'm saying that's just a, a, a separate bar mm-hmm. on, yo, know, I'm going to send you something just in case you try to use up my program and then try so to... So you didn't get anything. Bro, this tracking number say you... You got okay. it. Okay, that's... You be doing that, Neil? <laughs> no? That's a good idea, though. I mean, I, I'm sure we'll get many chargebacks... He right. sends them as thank yous, but some people attach it as a part of I'm the fine print. thank yous. Right, <laughs> right. You did get you. this, you accept, you signed for this thank you. <laughs> Facts. So, all right, but that's just like, the, that's like being padded like that. Now, the loans say the such, but in the loan documentation, it says you get roadside service. <laughs> you didn't know you even got roadside service. Mm. I'm being serious. So, they can attach it to something so that there's something to be able to dispute on. So, that's why a lot of times um, private loans are easy to claim for bankruptcy, um, are easy to dispute off your credit because mm-hmm. they're, re- they're not really loans. They're unsecured debt. Gotcha. The, the, the bank's called a private loan. Mm. So how do I know if my student loan is private or federal? Private or federal? Yeah. You will go to studentaid.gov. If you go to studentaid.gov, there you'll see all your federal loans. If you don't see your loans that are listed on your credit report on studentaid.gov, it's a private loan. Nine gotcha. times out of ten, you can gotcha. always call your lender next. They have to tell you. So, what what do you prefer? Or what, you can help with both federal. Yes and, and no. We private? help with federal. Mm-hmm. If it's private loan, then I would tell you to probably look into the class that I have coming for the the business piece that we just talked about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So for a long time, you were just helping federal. You got mm-hmm. federal because I think I did refer a couple of years ago for private for private and he was like yo I can't no we can that. no we can just because we're nice people we can coach you and walk you through mm-hmm. but the private loan game we could be together for months trying to figure something out yeah. and I realized that the amount of money somebody would, would need to pay us they didn't want to pay for us to really be on the phone with your private lender 
Yeah. It would be astronomical because of time. Right. Now we got to keep calling, keep calling. So let's just coach you on what to do. Gotcha. Which is why you're creating a package for people that are in that. Right. Personal loan situation, we're going to get around it mm-hmm. for sure. Two ways for sure. Yep. Gotcha. So, do you know the history of college and how it started in these loans? loans? Have you ever, like, dug um, into that? Yes and no. It's been a minute since I looked into it, but it definitely came about, like, I want to say the 60s, 70s. Because my grandmother, when she graduated from college, she didn't have student loans as an option. And this was back in the 50s. I think my mom, when she graduated, college back in the 70s, 80s, they, loans just became available. Mm-hmm. So she had a very small loan, like 10000 and then that got paid off. But our generation and generations like right before us, it was unregulated, essentially money. It mm-hmm. still is the only loan that you just need a GED or high school diploma for with no questions. Mm. What's your personal development regimen? So you I, are just, well, you are, you're, you're super confident, super smart, like, like you are going to figure it out. Like, what do you do in terms of personal development? You know what? It's because I'm scared to be broke again, Dave. Like, you, mm. you, you. What you're meeting today, I can't go back to how I like. Once you get out of that space, and that space for me really was my health. Like, this all jokes aside, I could have died a few years ago. My lupus was very bad. Like, like, like organs about to like, like it, it was, it was going. Why didn't you get it? Forgive get your loan forgiven. I didn't. I didn't know about all that at that time. Know. Like, as I learned, but praise God, I'm in remission. I don't take medicine for lupus at all. Oh, wow. Congrats. Because I sleep when I want to sleep. I, I go play in the pool. Like, and so when I met my lupus doctor, it was bad. My hair was falling out. Um, I was I was overweight. I was always swollen. Like, my everything hurts. And he said, you know, he said, I shouldn't say this, but he said, kid, I think you're going to be fine. He said, I think you're going to be all right. I think you're going to live through this. I'm like, you think so? He said, yeah. He said, because you're just so positive. I was still positive. Mm. He was like, you just got to figure it out. So then I went back to him uh, uh, about a year later. I lost some weight. I'm looking different, hair growing in. Because when you go to that type of appointment, he has to look through your scalp and he has to see like if anything changed. So he said, what's, he said, let me, let me, let me test your levels. Like he, had to, he literally had sent me for labs that day. Wow. He's like, he wanted me to come right back in two days. I'm like, what? Came back. It looked like I never had lupus. Wow. He was Amazing. like, what have you been doing? I said, well, you know, I, I'm an entrepreneur now. It's like, right. I said, I, I sleep now. I, I have a deli nap. Uh, I, I eat better. I don't have to eat like I used to. I'm not on. <laughs> yeah, no more noodles. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't no have a lot of money then. But I, I didn't have to. I, I had time to cook my lunch instead of eating fast food. I said, and at 10 a.m., I, I go to the uh, to the L.A. Fitness and I get in the pool with the little ladies. They didn't know what I did for a living, honey, because I'm in a pool. <laughs> I'm in like, hey, Susan. Oh, you had because I couldn't exercise really because I was in so much pain and so overweight. That's why I hate when people tell fat people to go work out. It's hard to even go work out. So I'm in the pool doing the cardio because it's good on my joints. So, and I just kept showing up every day. Like, and I think it helped with some weight loss, but it really helped me with regimen. Now that I have lost some weight, now I have the Peloton. I got the electrical bike. I'm around the city doing Neo inspired me to get this. Always this man, right? You know what I'm saying? He's, you know, and I really do. Thank God for him. That's why, yeah. like, you couldn't say anything bad oh, yeah, about him to me. Sure. I'm like, where, where, where are we going with this? Like, you right. know, <laughs> like, because I know what he's done for me. There was a dude on me. Clubhouse that was talking about, I wanted to fight. Oh, I wanted, like, how, he knows. Off, how do you, how do you say so bad about Neo? Like, you We're know not giving that man no shine, but he knows I was ready because I'm still from Philly and some of that pops out every now and again. Not. I'm like, I know some people. Yeah. You know, he's like, we don't. Well, that's like I ain't from Philly. I'm he was like, we're not going to call those people. Right. I had to get on the phone with his mom. I'm like, well, <laughs> what should we? Because I just felt like we had to 
sit through a silent attack. And mm-hmm. then my picture got put into that equation at one point because mm-hmm. of the jet or whatever. And I'm like, I paid to be on that jet. I deserve <laughs> that ride. Like, <laughs> I know my count different. Like, and so I'm like, it. that wasn't fake. We was in the air. Mm-hmm. We got videos like, you know, <laughs> and in fact, I made sure my video showed the aviation screen. That's funny. <laughs> okay. So anyway, um, and, and, that, and that opened my mind. So, you know, I had text him. I took first class back home, right? Mm-hmm. I texted him. I said, I'm mad. That's what you're mad for. Like, I had to get humble real quick on that first class ride home. Like this, this time I'm sitting on first class. Good morning, Bob. <laughs> because now I got to get on the plane ride. And then a young lady that follows me, she said, I saw you on the jet yesterday. She said, you taking a, a regular plane back. I felt like it was a tease. I felt like it was a tag. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I had to adjust my attitude because... There was a time where, one, I couldn't afford a plane ride, and two, I was in, in seat 27. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So now... Well, how has success changed you, personally? Personally? personally. Um, you know what? Like, I, you can't complain around me for too long. Mm-hmm. That's why people probably don't call me to complain. Like, even my friends that are entrepreneurs, I, I knew I didn't want to bother you with this, because I'm going to listen. I actually put a timer on when people talk. About three minutes. They don't know I do it, but really? I put a... Yeah. I'm gonna give you three. I think it's enough time. What do you think to complain? It's actually too long. It's actually too long. Yeah, yeah. it's about. I'm over. People gotta get it out. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Oh, so you still give them a. Mm. Oh wow, mm. that's crazy. You always gotta throw it. That's crazy. So look, girl, what we got to do? <laughs> like, <laughs> because we can't. I can't live in that space for too long. Like one. Energy is contagious. Mm-hmm. That might jump off on me in my day. For sure. And I didn't wake up. You can't wake up to a bad day with cash apps and PayPals and Stripe notifications. How you wake up mad? You literally, literally I don't have bad days. I'm not saying I'm perfect and nothing never goes wrong. Mm-hmm. I have bad moments. Mm-hmm. You get about five minutes. If, if I love you, maybe 10 moments for mm-hmm. 10 minutes. You know, if you really do something, like 10, 10 minutes. And then it's like... And, and and now I'm at a place where I don't have anybody in my life that's just, that's disrupting that peace or happiness. Nobody that I'm, um, you know, I have a boyfriend now. He's super solid. Like, but I think he understood, you know. You got a boo. You know, I need to know all that. Well, they know now. I'm like, you know. Oh, no, you he got posted one time on New Year's. One time for the New Year's post. He in there on the second so post. Low. Yeah, so you have to be. Is he still on the post? Yeah, if you go, two, you go two swipes over. Let me go. Yeah, so he's not the primary. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he knows that though. Oh, okay, we don't it. have a social media. We don't need that. I feel that. I feel that. No, See, I'm not. I'm not real. Uh, but that's how I felt when I'm you got married, that. though. Yeah. Remember? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Your wife's beautiful. This is not. Oh, no, I seen business. her. Remember? I think I seen her right before that, or right after when we yeah. went to get the burgers. Yep. I was like, Poof. yes, yeah. When yeah. we went to burgers, yeah, yeah. We, we married that yet? Or vegan. I was married. Who was I with? I was with somebody. We were, where were we coming from? I believe I was married by then. But yeah. it was new, though. Yeah, it was new. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, I like how you did that. Oh, yeah. I didn't know if it was a promo post. I didn't know if we was on a photo shoot. I didn't know what was... <laughs> I said to read it three times. I think I asked him. <laughs> I wasn't sure what was... But I like that. Yeah. Because you're not following me to know about my love life or my personal life. You're trying to get to some money or fix sure. your money. And that's what we're going to put a period at. Right. And I think a lot of people want to look super successful in all areas. Like, everything isn't good at all times. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now, I can honestly say it is. And I worked very hard to create this life. I love what I drive. I love where I live. I love the person I, I spend my time with. I have a dog that's super sweet and affectionate. Like, there are things that I'm intentional about. I'm intentional about, about my friendships. I'm intentional about time with or without family. Like, that's real, too. I'm very intentional because what I realize is if I'm not mentally good, how can I? How can the money be good? Mm. 
How can I be a good leader? I have payroll. I have people that look up to me. I have staff I have to talk to every day. And they may not be having the greatest day, but I have to reframe what we're doing today. Like, and so if I'm not super solid, which is one of the learning lessons I experienced in the last few years, then nobody's solid. When my personal life was going left, because I didn't always have a good relationship with somebody else I was dating, the money went left. Yeah. That 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 relationship cost me sixty thousand mm. dollars. I still have an invoice pending that's not paid. <laughs> I'm petty. I send invoices. I did. Now let PayPal cancel it. You know? Wow. <laughs> so, in it. so I'm never gonna never gonna be personally like in those spaces again. I'm I'm only human. I I learn, but I don't have to learn something twice. Yeah. We're not gonna repeat it. That's insanity. Like. Sure. The first one's on me. Like, yeah. now, the next one. And in friendships, too, or anybody that comes around weird. You weird. Something ain't right. <laughs> and then I, I won't find out. I have to read about it. Somebody yeah. tell me about it later. But I can't be like, will this person be a snake? Let's see. Like, right. no, you ain't right. <laughs> right. Do you know that you can feel that on people? Yeah, you can. You can. And 100%. we just be ignoring it because they popular or mm-hmm. something like that. No, I'm not on it. Like, yeah, yeah we just. You're weird. Yeah, you're weird. <laughs> like, you don't love yourself or you're broke or you're, you know. Uh, and that's the other thing. Coming into this game, I had to use a lot of discernment. I was meeting a lot of people who who wanted to look the part, but they weren't it yet. They said something that, that didn't fit with the, the puzzle. Yeah. They did something that was off. Like, yeah. And I was like, oh, you didn't really arrive. You're pretending right now. And I mm. take that personal. Um, before you came, Neil, we were talking about, the, is it you go straight to the AP? Mm. Or do you get the Rolex first? And I said, I think the Rolex is appropriate. Because there's <laughs> levels to this. It's definitely then levels. the AP. And then the, <laughs> you know, so I think that you have to, you know, don't let Instagram or social media rush you. Yeah. That's, and, and anybody you feel is rushing you, just unfollow or mute them. Cause, cause you'll get caught up with the I've got to be on the the jet and I got to you know like yeah. can you afford that like right. you know like probably not and so I don't understand why people get mad when they see people doing that yeah. like he can afford that she can afford that yeah. so like let's, let's but if you're not that. in that if you're not in that world it seems so I, when I was when I was like uh, when I was you know working as a server and things of that nature mm-hmm. when you see somebody who they got three luxury cars or they, you know, they're, they're, they're spending all this money. In my mind, positive, it's not a positive thought. It's like, yo, they got to be doing something illegal. Or but, so who gave that to us? Somebody. That's what I'm saying. It's just right. your environment. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's your environment. Was that person black or white? I think it's just... No, I'm asking because we're not conditioned that way to think as a black person about white people. Mm. We're conditioned to think that about each other because that's mm. what media gave us. Who gave you that thought? I know now how I'm carrying it. People looking at me and that's why I got to do the tap dance and answer your 60 questions so you feel better about my success. You just couldn't think that I had a business. You think I got to be somebody's drug dealer girlfriend. I couldn't even be the one with the money. Why can't I be the one with right. the money? At least let <laughs> right. me be the dumb thing. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so we don't even get that courtesy as women, right? So, and I really love when I meet authentic women bosses because... There is nobody that funded that endeavor. You funded that endeavor. You know what I'm saying? And I like to hang out with those women because there was no no, no startup money in that sense over here, you know? So, and then when I meet Black men that are doing it positive, you know, like you and a Nehemiah and a a Him 500 and a Runway and all those people, you don't know this and you don't think this deep about yourself, but you're changing the narrative for young Black men watching you. Now they don't have to pick up a drug. They can pick up uh, the, the the tools to flip some real estate. 
Now mm. they don't have to like. You, does that make sense? For sure. They're not even looking at the basketball players and the and the NFL players anymore. They're looking at you guys. Mm. So you have a social responsibility that you didn't even know that you had. Little girls are messaging me. I'm on people's Black History boards in school. Like, you know, there's a there. So we're shifting the culture. We're real people doing real business in real time in the digital marketing age. And the, and so now we're telling them how they can really get it. There's only going to be so many that make it in the league. Yeah. But there's not going to be this unlimited where we're at. Yeah, there's room for, for everybody sure. over here. 100%. So I feel like we do have a responsibility when we have children and younger people that are in high school, particularly that age is very fragile. It's going to go two ways. Mm-hmm. Who's going to get to them first? Are we putting a podcast and YouTube in their hand? Or are we putting what something else, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that um, what's going to be really interesting is I would love to see 10 years from now, what does the generation that came right behind us look like? Because yeah. they're going to they're quote a, I, I, I saw, like, and I love how you guys spend time with Spurgo, right? Yeah. Change that young man life forever. He's, he's sure. super sweet in real life. For sure, for sure, 100%. And um, one time he didn't say thank you or something. Neo says, well, what was the thank you at? I said, that's right, yeah. Because <laughs> right. you take those manners, right? And so then we got people that, that are his age looking at him to move up the ladder. So it's just a powerful thing because I don't know how you feel. And I, and I know Neo probably feels it. But, but what's the limit, Dave? Like, really, what's the limit? You see one? No limit. No. No ceiling. Long as I'm honest, long as I'm ethical, long as I do right by people. You know, somebody say, oh, I didn't get an ebook. Child, I'll answer at midnight. I never want you to think you got burned. I don't got to burn nobody. Yeah. And I tell people, I serve the Lord. So it ain't really about you. Like, for real, for real. Like, mm-hmm. ma'am, you know, and I, I wrote somebody back, ma'am, <laughs> ma'am. <laughs> I said, we would get you the ebook. It was never the intention. It probably was in your junk email for real, for real. For real, for real. For or real. you put the email in wrong. And oh, and it's one situation like, she put on. .com. I said, I don't know whose email this is. Do you? <laughs> oh, my God. I am so sorry. But it was 110 beforehand. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I do, I have worked on my my reaction to things because I have real quick, I have a fun them. I thought I'd get them out of here. Mm-hmm. But that that's people are just upset. And then I also understand that I'm meeting people at the level of where they're at. Mm-hmm. So, like, my joy and happiness, you didn't experience yet because you didn't go through what I went through just yeah. yet. Yeah. So, let me come on back. Let me get you your ebook. <laughs> come on, girl. And um, then, you know, people, you know, become nice or whatever. Um, but I will say, overall, the, the experience that I have had in this journey is that I have encountered really nice people. And I think that's because I'm a really nice person on camera, off camera. Yeah. Um, I'm also very blunt on camera and off camera. Yeah. You can't say no sly stuff to me because, again, Philly has not left. <laughs> it has not left. You take so will, out of Philly. You know. But you can't take that Philly out of Philly. Look, That's man. Not- that, one, I want to say uh, this, this this has been an amazing uh, experience in a conversation. Thank because you. I think who you are um, really attributes to your success. You can see it in this hour, hour and a half conversation that we've had of just you are super determined. Mm-hmm. You are confident. You're willing to learn. You're growing. You're knowledgeable about your, um, uh, your, your industry and intentional about your relationships. Mm-hmm. And I think outside of the stuff, that's why somebody asked me, um, it was like, uh, you know, sometimes in your podcast, you don't really get into the how-tos. Mm-hmm. And, I was, and I was telling them, there's nothing, there, like, there's nothing that we can teach how-to on this podcast is not somewhere on the internet. Mm-hmm. 
But who you are and your story is one of them. Your mm-hmm. perspective, your philosophy, your mindset, how you got to where you got to. Because there's somebody sitting there at a job right now. They're the top seller at their job. Or they're the top producer. Mm-hmm. And this is going to set them free. Yeah. Like, yo, if I can be a top producer oh my God, for somebody else. you're the top else, producer at, at a company right now? You could be the top producer at anything. That skill is... And I think that's why seeing you with Grant Cardone, that's what I probably learned from him. Mm. Actually, I OD'd on Greg Cardone as I was leaving my job. There was two people in my ear all times. Eric Thomas for that. Wake up. You said you wanted to be the best. I do ET. So he's my morning. <laughs> and I'm I'm, I'm I'm going to sleep the grant. Like, that's literally, that's all I would listen to, those two people. He's an executioner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He, talk about execute. I, I'll tell you all some stories before the podcast come out, but it's... It's probably out right now, guys. But uh, yeah, go watch that one. It's really dope. Um, thank you. Yes. Sonia, thank you I'm for coming. Because um, you came, you know, from your home mm-hmm. town to come to Atlanta. And I really appreciate that. Got my that. hair touched up, please, God. Yeah, got the curls popping. Yeah. I got I to do a quick commercial. And okay. I want you to leave us with something deep. Okay? Okay. okay. Um, so I'm going to do a quick commercial. Um, this episode is sponsored, as always, by The Morning Meetup. TheMorningMeetup.com. TheMorningMeetup.com. Dot com, the morning meetup.com. Um, the only community, Sonia, did you know we have the only community of people who gather every single day, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard really, Time you're really every this. day. I know. For the betterment of entrepreneurship. You're really this. One month we did, well, it was this, we're leaving out of this month, but it was uh, the millionaire mindset mm-hmm. where literally we've interviewed about 14 millionaires just so. Hundreds of people that are a part of the morning meetup can identify how millionaires think. Mm. And, and it's only $79 a month. Really? Every day. Every, we're on every single day. It's going up, day. I heard. Yeah, it's going up. And the people are winning. And we got a book club. You got a book club? We got a book club. So this, What's we're the reading, last book, I'm going to say? The last, we, we read um, Richest Man in Babylon. Uh-huh. Which was crazy. Mm-hmm. Because there's people that have never, they, they haven't read a book since high school. Mm-hmm. And it's the first time they completed a book. Wow. And we read it together, chapter by chapter. Every morning we get on, okay, what did we learn yesterday? So, Richard Man in Babylon, we're on The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. Mm-hmm. And I think we're about to read, uh, I think we're going to do How to Win Friends and Influence People. I'm taking people through the classics, like the classics. Do you do stuff. Think and Grow Rich a Black Choice? By Dennis Kimbrough? Yo, I, I got his number. Dude. I'm going to call him and ask him if he could jump on. And then can I sit like how Neil's sitting? I promise I'm, I won't be, oh, I'll be for quiet. Sure. Oh, I'm, I'm going to get you you know that, that So that is the number one book that I do. You asked me now, I should have said it. I do that book every month. Really? I probably know how to quote it. It is the number one book that made me understand entrepreneurship inventors that were black. Like, mm. it was crucial for me. I was driving to work listening to it. I left my job listening to it. Even now, when I feel like I'm, I'm limiting myself, I'm like, let me go to that section on them. And I can tell you where to go. Where to- you know what? We might do that next month then. That book is for Black History Month. For Black History Month. Oh! Do you Dang. know what I'm doing for Black History Month? Huh? I'm buying out the movie theater. Are you really? AMC is super cheap. I'm not that much. That's not that rich. Don't 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 get too excited. Right now, sure. We're gonna watch. We're doing um um oh god, what's the, what's the movie? I said Neil. Um, Spike Lee. Uh, give me the the one that's the one that's real uh, positive. All of them. I know. There's one I have to text it offline. But anyway, AMC had it, and I think it cost me for twenty people like five hundred. Really? With popcorn and drinks, just the twenty of us. With popcorn and drinks. Mm-hmm. Yo, Neil. One by. Can we do that. We can do that? Do it today. All right, we're going to do it. Do it today. 
You can do it any. Yeah. I mean, we want to let everybody know, Pop but up. yeah, let's yeah, let's let's get a movie there because ain't nobody going to the movies like that, right? No, so you, up to twenty though, you got to keep it cute because why can't we get more? It, it goes. Hold on, it's in Philly. You, no, you no, talk? anywhere, anywhere, up to twenty people per the theater. You sure? I'm sure. Atlanta different. Atlanta a little different. Right? Y'all, might allow, y'all might allow 40. All the little rules y'all got for COVID and social distancing, that don't apply Atlanta, Atlanta scares okay. me. <laughs> I was here a week, few weeks ago. What pandemic? Atlanta open. So I went to my, my boy. He did this, um, this mixtape release party where he was dropping a song. And I, you know, I'm, I'm masked up. Mm. I go in. It's mad people there. Nobody has a mask. Mm. But I have my mask on. As you should. And then I feel uncomfortable yes. wearing the mask because ain't nobody they else wearing it. looked at me like I was weird. And then I just take my joint off. Somebody like, was like, oh, hold on, give me, give me my, uh, what you want to do? I was, what? <laughs> yeah, Atlanta's different. But moral of the story, you need to join the morning meetup, okay? Because yes. you need to read the book. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Please. No, I'm so proud of your community. You Thank really you. are true to this. This is not new. Yeah. Dave, you were I'll like, been you've been steady. You've been consistent. You, been you I, I, I actually was like spying on you. He up, y'all. He really doing it. <laughs> I really own that joint. Some people are like, oh, it must be like recordings or something. Like, no, nope. I be on that joint. Live and do you do person. it on Clubhouse sometimes? Every now and again, yeah. Yeah. And so I'm yeah. like, oh, still going. Yeah. I'm about this. Oh, I'm oh, um, so, so proud of you. Um, and I think that, you know, Dave, I'll edify you. I, I watched you grow up into this. Um, you were doing a lot of work with ET. Were you doing their shirts or? Yeah, I did their shirts. I was yeah. on tour with them um, and just. I just didn't know who you oh, were, man. but I knew you were important. I, I know it's just weird. You never, <laughs> not like that. You just never sat around too long. You, you mind me and you just moving. Sit down. Like, I, who are you? Like, I had to ask Tay, like, Tay, what does he do? And she was like, well, you know, I'm Miss Dave. And I'm like, and I'm like, and, and Dave's going to be successful. And um, I, you see how, like, you know, I love CJ and I loved how he loved you. And oh, and, and, and I'm like, well, if CJ love him, you know, like, there's like man. this, you know, I'm like, I like him though, you know? So in my mind, like, I like him. And then I got to really know you. I'm like, oh, and I really like him. Because oh, um, I just knew that you were like a family in the sense of we were all thinking alike. Yeah, we all wanted it. Absolutely. And that that was a very crucial period, I feel like, for the both of us just being around the greats and just being a part of that. You were closer than obviously than I was. I just appreciated that you just, you look like a butterfly. You was, <laughs> and I was like, he's just going to be successful. I don't know what, Lord. I don't know. A shirt. Okay. I was like, <laughs> I, love I can be here for it. So when the community started, I said, that's it. Yeah. That's it. So um, I think that there's a lot in store for you. I think this podcast obviously is going to go over the edge. I just want you to get your own chip line. Yeah, for sure. I remember I was tagging Doritos that day with you. Like, I don't know how time. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, they're not responding. Ah, ah, got to go to the next we, line. We're we, we going to so, make some shake. It's going to be really, really good. I promise you. I got this idea in my head. I, yeah. The chips will be out. I promise you that. Yeah, so, I'm excited. Thank you, thank you. All right. So, yes, moral of the story, go to themorningmeetup.com. I'm going to do something really special to, for you, okay? Um, if you go to themorningmeetup.com right now, you do not need a promo code, anything. Mm. I set it up for you. You can actually join for a dollar for mm. seven days just to see what it's like. I mean, if if I'm not on the calls or you don't enjoy it or you don't see hundreds and hundreds of entrepreneurs that are all growing together, you can't connect with them, you don't learn anything, you don't like the book that we're reading, you can just leave, okay? Mm. You invested a dollar. No obligation, no contract. But if you want to stay around, you want to grow, you'll be in our Facebook group. You get all the recordings. Mm. Um Join our community, themorningmeetup.com. Sonia, again, right. thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I got one question for you. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like to make pre- predictions on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
I want to know what you feel you're going to accomplish in the next five to 10 years so that I can look back at this and say, yo, Sonia said she was going to do it five years ago. I got the video. She's doing it. So five to 10 years, what do you see for yourself? So five to 10 years, uh, I definitely see some brick and mortar locations popping up. We have one in Philly, but I can see that. First off, when are you moving to Atlanta? What's like going you. on? What are we doing right now? So in my mind, I would like to be... You know the energy is crazy No, I have you quiet. I your can go get income, today. Right. And I'm, I'm just going to take Neil's word. Your income will quadruple, will 10x. So here's what God is doing. Can I just be very transparent? Uh, why don't you put God in it? I, yeah. I'm just going to lay off. <laughs> All right, Leo, you got to explain it no more. <laughs> no, 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 this is good. So I know what I make a day when I'm in Philly. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's between being in Atlanta and this Rolex. But it's triple what I make a day since I've been here. Mm. I don't really want to go home. I'm not lying. Uh, I don't. And so the way God speaks to me is through money. I'm just being honest. <laughs> no, right? I don't sound y'all going to judge it. Like, because he knows that's what I'm driven by. Like, oh. and, and money is only really to advance his kingdom anyway. Let's be clear. Okay. okay. <laughs> now we all got that out there. So the numbers right now that's coming in, I don't understand them. I thought the processor was broke. And it, what it is, 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 is confirmation. So I'm like, so you want me to move where, Lord? The, the encore? Like, you know, I've been looking at different places. <laughs> I don't know what's a good place. Y'all got to point me in the right direction. I think something's good and totally be the hood. I'm like, that looks nice. You know. So just in your five, ten years, just put Atlanta in there. All right, so Atlanta's in it. Miami's in it. My goal would be to live three months in Atlanta, three months in Miami, six months in Philly. Right. Or it could definitely be three months in Philly and then, you know, I could do it different ways. Bay with it? Bay, bay with it? Yes, I had to have a conversation with him too. Okay. I think he understands who I am now and mm-hmm. how driven I am. He met me in the pandemic, pandemic, when I wasn't really doing anything but digital. So he don't need to know about that. Mm-hmm. You don't need to know what's going on in this process. <laughs> I'm just here for you watching movies. Right. And then the world started to open up. And I was like, ooh, got to have a tough conversation. I was like, so, you know, I travel a lot. I was like, and I'm about to leave soon. I'm like, so it's going to have to go. That first trip I took, he was a little. Mm-hmm. But after that, he got it. I intentionally put on Neo's podcast. Mm-hmm. Was it with you? I, I don't know. I let it play, mm-hmm. did something. He said, that's the young man who helped you? Mm. I said, yeah. He said, you've got to go wherever he says to go. Wow. And, and he didn't become a group or anything, but he heard him, he heard, and then I think everything I said put together, so. That's good, because Neil told you to move to Atlanta, so. Yeah, and so I said to him, you could work anywhere. He's he's in construction, HVAC. Mm. But here's the other thing, let me keep it mean. He know I would say this on the offline. We ain't married. Yeah. Until it sparkle, I've got a sparkle. You better you know. talk that song. So okay. that's the other thing. I think women do that a lot too. Mm. I have a dog with health insurance. Health insurance, the hospital is right down the road. I saw it. Manfield. Mm. <laughs> so, you know, puddles can come too. And so we have to figure this out. But um, I am very obedient to what God says to do. And if something said to really be here, we'll figure it out. We'll buy the the the, the weekend tickets. I don't know that day, yeah. but I don't even get consumed with what could happen. What would happen mm. if I wasn't here? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So like, that's how I live my life. And I think, you know, he'll fly down tomorrow. Yeah. And, you know, I want to include him in on this, on this wave because he's, he's very... What I liked about him, and I think, ladies, this is important. I do make more. Get mm-hmm. it? Got it? My prayer is that in the year he'll make more, right? Mm-hmm. But his mind was already there. Mm-hmm. He already was listening to the podcast and the books yeah. and, and referring me books. And I had to act like I didn't read them yet. I'm like, you want me to read... <laughs> Think, uh, uh, think and grow rich. Rich dad, poor dad. What rich is dad, that? Poor dad. I had to take it out of my library and put it to the side. You know, I didn't want it to be a deal maker. I'm like, I really appreciate that. 
we would exchange books when we first started dating. So oh. it was really, so I, that's what I pray for. You know, you you could just meet me on my mental. Yeah. We can get to the money after sure. that, you 100%. know. I got a plan on everybody. Right, right. Right so, um, so yeah, no, so I'm excited. So, okay, five years from now, um, definitely going to be a multi-millionaire. Mm-hmm. If God sees billionaire, I wouldn't be mad. Right. But multi-millionaire, um, be able to live and do what I want. Definitely, I want to take care and pay off some things for my friends and family. I wrote that list out, what yeah. I want to do for them. I want to pay my goddaughter's college savings. I want to put that to the side so I don't have to think about it. Um, I want to do some stuff for my mom. Um, there's a scholarship that we're creating to help people pay their student loans mm. once student loan payments start nice. back up. So that's going to be finalized. I want to do some stuff for my team that's been with me. I want to pay some stuff off for them. Mm-hmm. You know, they all got new cars and anything already. I, mm-hmm. Actually, they all got new cars before I did. Mm-hmm. I'm the only one driving a daggone Camry at the time. <laughs> I'm like, y'all getting paid that much? <laughs> you know, and I, it was just me that needed to level up mentally when it came to that. I was mm-hmm. just so tied to that Camry. I don't know all what right. that was about. Right. I don't even think about them. I have a test on them. Right. See you. Won't God do it. <laughs> you know, it's my dream car, my dream stock. I already yeah. had the stock before I the car. Love I love it. So, um, so I just think that what you guys can expect from me is that as I grow, I make my tribe grow. Mm-hmm. I make your your credit's going to go up. Your resources are going to go up. So I'm very unselfish in that regards. And I talk and treat everybody that's in my tribe like family. Yeah. I don't, you know, I think that's because I'm the only child. I always wanted a big family, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I don't really want you at my house, though. Like, I've always been on that. <laughs> but right, I want right. to talk to you on the computer. Sure, and the, sure. You know, and at conferences. But um, I just want to really make an impact. So, and then I always think, when this is all said and done, would I be pleased with yeah, myself? For sure. So that's really what I'm on, like. You can't leave behind bags and shoes. Yeah. I mean, you could, but what do you leave behind that's going to impact the next generation? Your podcast is legacy. Yeah. You know, somebody's going to hear this in 50 years. Yeah. Isn't that deep? For sure. That's yeah. Crazy. Ah, I love really it. Good. Thank you so much, man. Again, um, I just want you to continue to keep being you. Yeah, okay. I'll and try. You are so authentically <laughs> you. You're going to say what's on your heart. You're going to say what you feel. Um, unapologetically. You're going to help your people unapologetically. Mm-hmm. And I want to say thank you, okay? Yeah, so, thank you for having please, this podcast. I need you to come up with something deep, okay? So I want you to mm-hmm. let everybody know how to find you, okay. how they can connect with you, and I need you to give us something deep to close us out. All, all right. right? So you can follow me on Instagram, The Student Loan Doctor. Our website is drpleasehelpme.com. Um, and something deep. If you don't become who you're supposed to become, then who are you not going to be able to serve? Mm. So if you don't become who you're supposed to become, then who are you going to miss the opportunity to serve? Is that a freestyle? It was. I was off the top of the dome. We can't close it out no better than that. Listen, <laughs> take heed to those words, okay? Do me a favor. Go get some social proof. I want you to just go build something, okay? Stop talking about it. Stop dreaming about it. Go build something. But the most important part is I want you to come back to your community and teach somebody how you built it. All right? We are out of here, Sonia. Thank you. Thanks, guys. David Chance presents to you the morning meetup. Do you have an idea you need to get off the ground? Are you a small business owner looking to earn supplemental income or replace your current income? Come and join the most amazing mentorship and accountability group for entrepreneurs live with David Shands himself. That's right. This is not pre-recorded and it's not a replay. This is live every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern. In addition to the live calls, you also receive a weekly individual Q&A call, a private Facebook community, access to all call replays and access to David's list of 
of resources and contacts. You need to be in an environment of success. So head over to themorningmeetup.com today for your $1 seven-day trial. That's right, just $1 for seven days of access to The Morning Meetup. Take massive action towards manifesting your dreams today. Themorningmeetup.com Ah, spring. Nothing like the world progressing towards summer to inspire your own progress. That's what life's all about, in your career, relationships, and your finances. Let's talk about that last one. With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. So your weekly grocery run can feel even more productive, and that morning coffee can taste like a little victory. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities to get lower rates on loans, like for a new ride or finally having a home to call your own. Sounds like progress, right? With Chime's Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at chime.com build. That's chime.com build. Chime feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com disclosures for details. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money. 